mob's thoughts functional. Hear this word a lot in the popular discourse. Functional teaching, functional techniques, functional concepts. It's a lot made out of things being functional. And I was watching a video of someone who's well-known in the whole internet world game thing. Um, there's a major platform in that discourse. It's a video of him teaching something he hadn't taught in a long time. He had left this lineage, whatever, came back the understanding of functional stuff and it was his first time back teaching the functional stuff and the lesson was good it was framed well it's live aspects play it was good one of the things that I see missing in a discussion of functionality is attributes are mentioned you know, size and strength matters and it gives you an advantage. And, um, but one thing I don't hear often talked about is your, can we say, kinesthetic awareness, your proprioceptive awareness, your, what I think of as body ordering, your proper form, your proper structure. And the people who are really good have that proper form structure, that quality of movement, that awareness of their body and how to use all parts of their body deeply ingrained. And what I see is that if you start with, you know, two people working together, trying to do a technique like a joint lock or whatever it is, technique, you know, as people think about it. The technique really depends on that proper structure, that proper ordering of the body. When I say ordering of the body, uh, footwork first, strong core, core bracing um, in coordination with arm and grip strength with a good upright posture on balance uh, using your entire body weight. And if you're not doing that, it doesn't work. So how do you teach people those things? Is the first method really from trying to get them to do a joint lock where they have to do that and manipulate another person's body or do that in order to manipulate another person's body? or to do some type of solo work that ingrains those qualities and then have them try to use those qualities to manipulate another person's body. And this comes to one of the divisions or misunderstandings or whatever is that I see is the rejection of solo work rejects that body ordering And rejects that development. And to some degree then I see people who have rejected that development of that. And then everything they do doesn't depend on good body ordering in a way. 
At least that's my theory. And that they're just doing stuff where they don't necessarily have to. And it leads them to have to struggle with a lot of techniques or only be very limited in what's possible. Whereas potentially, if you have that good body ordering, things that people didn't think work might work or work in a different way or just work better. It may open up different possibilities for things people just don't do. One of the reasons people say certain stuff doesn't work is because it doesn't work when your feet are close together and your shoulders punched up and your body weight's kind of um, leaning forward but you're not really sitting down. That's just not good posture. So the philosophy, it seems, behind training the solo sets and postures is not that the postures and stuff give you a bunch of specific techniques to use. It's that they're training those qualities and they have some generally useful movements that you can use in various techniques, if you want to think about them, that, um, that you come up with in your live play. And it's never one without the other. But that fundamental body ordering is truly the central thing that's going to divide the people who are good and can do the stuff and the people who can't. Even if they get a nice functional lesson with live play. <laughs>